Hello, welcome to Financial Markets Weekly, an audio podcast by Succinct Information. This is a professional summary, free of noise, focused on facts, and straight to the point. We help you save time while covering the key events and market performance. These are the highlights from last week. It was mostly an uneventful week in global markets with few economic data releases and no significant earnings reports. Equity markets partially reversed the strong gains of a week ago, with leading indexes falling around 1% across global markets. The S&P 500 fell 1.3%, the Nasdaq Composite by 2%, as growth stocks underperformed value names, and the small cap sector, represented by the Russell 2000 Index, lost 3.6%, its worst week in six months. European benchmarks declined a more modest 0.8% on average, with Italy's Mibtel as the worst performer and the UK's FTSE ending almost unchanged. In monetary policy, the Reserve Bank of Australia kept its rate steady at 4.1%, but signalled more hikes were needed to bring the current inflation rate of 4.9% down to target. The Bank of Canada also maintained its rate unchanged at 5%, and warned of weaker growth conditions. GDP in Q2 surprised analysts, with a 0.2% contraction, and inflation in Canada accelerated to 3.3%. On the economic front, the Eurozone's GDP for Q2 was revised lower, to plus 0.1% quarter-on-quarter and plus 0.5% year-on-year, reflecting a slowdown in activity. German industrial orders for July plunged almost 12% month-on-month. The ECB meets next Thursday, and markets are pricing in a 61% probability of no rate change, and 39% for a hike of 25 basis points of the deposit rate to 4%. Moving on to currencies and fixed income markets, the dollar continues to appreciate against majors, and the DXY index accumulated eight weeks of gains to the highest level in six months, to close above 105 points. The euro and sterling are trading at their lowest levels in three months, at 107 and 124.60. Bonds fell with interest rates moving higher a few basis points, leaving the 10-year US Treasury yield at 4.26%, its highest since 2008. The two-year yield ended shy of 5% on Friday. The German yield curve shifted higher by just 5 basis, and Boons now yield 260%. British gilts remain the highest yielding sovereign curve across developed markets with 10-year bonds offering a 4.43% return. Commodities traded mixed. Brent crude advanced 2% to close above $90 for the first time this year, as Saudi Arabia and Russia extended their voluntary supply cuts of 1.3 million barrels per day until the end of the year. This represents 1.3% of total global output. Industrial and precious metals fell sharply driven by a stronger dollar, higher interest rates, and weaker markets in China. Copper fell 3%, nickel and silver 5% and platinum 7% last week. A few bullets to finish this week's episode. 
China's stimulus measures are struggling to gain traction, stocks fell and the renminbi dropped to a 16-year low, closing at 7.34 per dollar, and is now 6% lower this year. The latest annualized inflation readings in emerging countries were as follows, China 0.1%, Mexico 4.6%, Russia 5.2%, Philippines 5.3%, Colombia 11.4%, and Turkey 59%. Next week's events begin on Monday with Oracle's earnings reports. On Wednesday we get the US CPI inflation reading. On Thursday, the ECB policy meeting and Adobe's earnings. On Friday, Peru and Russia will hold monetary policy meetings. That's all for this week. Please subscribe to the channel and help us promote it. Visit succinct.info to learn more about our subscription service. Have a good week.